Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. He's inside the area here on his left foot. Cross comes in. Arriaga back for Rui Diaz. Takes a deflection. It's beyond the goalkeeper. The Sounders have the opening goal of the night. They lead on aggregate. Ball in behind. Jordan Morris is onside. A little bit of daylight for him to come forward. Talavera coming out. Pulls it back. Nico Ladero. Rui Diaz! That may just seal it. The Sounders double the lead on the night. Lumenfield goes wild. And are we witnessing history? Rosnack could go for goal and said he's gone for Morris. Inside the area, crazy on. Goes for goal. Big save. Talavera off the post. Rebound smashed home. Nico Ladero leaves absolutely no doubt. The Sounders rule the region. 3-0. Well, there is at the final whistle. The Sounders have created history tonight. They have become the first MLS side to win the CONCACAF Champions League. And Lumenfield has played a part as well. What a night. What a moment. Sounders just continue to charge a path and lead the way. Not just in MLS. Now it's all over CONCACAF. Now they can sing all around Lumenfield. The Sounders are the champions. This is a massive deal for the club. Hey, big thanks to our friend Keith Costigan, Casey Keller on the call last night as the Sounders do something that no other MLS team has ever done before, and holy crap. <laughs> if I was not on radio, I'd be using much stronger language right now. Unbelievable what this franchise did last night, and the head coach in your Sounders FC, Lake City bred Nathan Hale, walked the halls of that high school, and now he's the only coach in the history of the goddamn MLS to ever win the CONCACAF Champions League final. Brian Schmetzer is with us on the radio show. Brian, how the hell are you, pal? Safi, you must have had a really good time at the game yesterday. You are fired up. I mean, uh, uh, this, is, this is awesome. I got to be honest with you. I am spent after last night's game, and I didn't even play in the damn thing. I told Stephen Fry when he was on with us three hours ago, I feel like I got to have a boxing match, man, just get him freaking mosh pit for four hours yesterday. But first of all, dude, brother, congratulations awesome, on what man. you did awesome. last night. Un damn believable how's it feel to wake up this morning as the only freaking head coach in the history of the mls to win this tournament yeah it, it felt good and dick thanks thanks to you as well i mean you guys have been big supporters uh i i, I feel kind of just like wow this is just it really happened i knew we had a good shot at it i mean last week when we talked and the result down there and you know, some of the things that were going on, but you never know. I mean, there was that pressure of playing in front of 70,000 people, you know, sometimes that can bite you in the butt. You know, Pumas was a good team and they, they're known for coming back under adversity, but my guys played really, really well. I enjoyed, you know, Keith Cossigan's call was way better. I was, you know, cause I was watching a ton of highlights this morning, way better than the national guys. So, 
really exciting stuff all around. Well, Brian, I mean, it may sound a little hokey, but I, I tweeted out right at the right at the beginning of the game, just watching that crowd. I just said, I'm just so proud of this city. And I just I was so proud of how this city rallied around you guys for this tournament yeah. and you brought them a championship. Yeah, I think, you know, when you get Ken Griffey Jr., you get Marshawn, you get a office that was, you know, really doing a high level job of promoting the game. And then, yeah, like you said, Dick, this is our hometown. It's my hometown, and, you know, it's it's great. It was so good to see. I think there was a lot of other, you know, backstories with, you know, the World Cup selection committee being in attendance, you know, all of those things. But deep down inside, I believe, I truly believe that there's enough soccer people here in this city to make these types of events happen. Yeah. Do you think it's even more special for you because you're from here? I mean, it's not like you packed up and you went to Miami or Dallas or Minnesota and did this with them. You did this in your town. You know, people are tweeting me all day long talking about Sport House and how they used to buy soccer gear from your family and your father back in the day and they went to high school with you and that you're a Lake City legend, blah, blah, blah. Does it make it more special, you think, for you because you stayed here and you did it here? Yeah, for sure, Sophie. I mean... I've been pretty fortunate to, you know, have a good ownership. You know, Adrian and I have worked together since 2002. You know, that scene in the locker room was pretty genuine. I mean, he didn't want to go in the locker room. I dragged him in there, and then the guys drenched him with champagne. He's been a big part of our success, a big big part of my success. So, really, uh, I, I, I don't know of any other you know, guy that, that, that stayed in his hometown in 20 years. I mean, that's a long time, so... It's it's pretty special to me. Brian, we see it all the time when a team takes a lead late in the game and they just kind of shut it down, man. They're just like playing not to lose. And you guys just put the pedal to the metal the whole time. I absolutely loved it. Just talk about that game plan that once you got up one nothing, you were like, forget it. We're getting two and forget it. We're getting three. Yeah, we had to because, again, Pumas is a good team and their reputation is they never quit. You know, that's kind of what our signature line is too up here. So a couple of evenly matched teams, but you know, there was a big champions league game earlier in the day, the European champions league game uh, that was just crazy between man city and real Madrid. And, you know, you got to score goals to win competitions like this. You can't play just to tie or not to lose. You, you can't have that attitude or you're not going to win yeah. a big competition like this. So, you know, kudos to the guys on that second goal. I mean, that was a classic counterattack. It's something we do w- really well, and, you know, that pushed us over the top. Well, there's a couple of th- – look, we could be here all day, honestly, Brian. We could be here for four hours talking about this moment and what it means for the league. Grant Wall, as you know, soccer writer, was on with us pregame yesterday and said if they pull it off, it would be the biggest team accomplishment in the history of Major League Soccer. And you just did that last night. Uh, Garth Lagerway was on with us yesterday. We asked him what it would mean to him after failing in 2011 with Real Salt Lake. He started crying on the air, literally tearing up on the air with us yesterday an hour and a half before the game. So we could be here all day long talking about moments like this. But I want to talk to you about Obed Vargas, who comes on in the 29th minute and has to play over two-thirds of this game as a 16-year-old kid. Talk about what you saw him do last night. Well, what were you doing at 16? I mean, uh, I was in high school, uh, popping my like pimples that. is what I was doing. 
Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, so the kid, look, it was unfortunate that we took the two injuries, one to New Who and one to, one to JP. But the kid had played in some big games before, obviously not a final. I mean, the, the games against Matagua when we first got him started, and then he had a big performance against Leon of Mexico. But this was a really pressure-packed game, and, you know, the kid did absolutely phenomenal. I mean, the, the occasion wasn't too big for him. He, he, he looked comfortable. You know, Kellen Rowe coming on for Nuhu, same thing. I just, I, I, we got a deep squad, and I can't say enough about the guys sticking together. And, you know, after Raul scored that second goal, you see Obed Vargas and Raul in that embrace. I mean, that was a really touching moment. How are those two guys, Nuhu and Jao Paulo? Well, uh, knew who's going to be fine. He just got a dead leg. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, AC, uh, ACL injury for uh, JP, and oh. he's done for the year. Wow. Wow. Out for the season. Okay, well, that's not great news. Uh, you know, thank God he was able to play in the match last night and, and be a part of that. And I don't know who it was on Twitter, Brian. Somebody pointed out this, that it was, I think, after Raul's second goal, um, he got up and no, it was actually his first goal. Sorry, first goal. And, yeah, first and he goal. ran. He ran. Well, you know what I'm going to ask then, because he ran straight to the Defiance and yeah. Sounders Academy kids and celebrated with them. Uh, do you think that was done on purpose? For sure, he does that all the time. He knows where those guys are at. We we have a really strong locker room, and all of the senior guys love it when you get some of these young academy kids joining in a training. Uh, the senior guys. You know, look, they, they're they hard on them. Trust me, it's not easy for a 15- or 16-year-old kid to join our training session. But the, the the guys appreciate it. They know what it was like. They were 15 and 16 at some point in their careers. And I think that's just one of Raul's strengths. He's a good human being as well as being, you know, a killer. I mean, he's, a, he's, a, he's such a great goal scorer, but, you know, he's a nice man. When did you exhale? In that game, was it not until goal three, or was it a little bit before goal three? I, I think it was a little before goal three. It was after goal two. I mean, I, I, I kind of saw the, you know, the expression on the Pumas players' face after that second goal. It was, you know, you could tell they were done, but for sure after the third goal, and then getting a chance to let those guys have a walk off in front of that crowd certainly was, you know, a tremendous moment for those three and for the team. Brian, the uh, save by Stefan Fry in the 65th minute. Ooh. Tell me about that. Well, it kept us in the game, and that's why he was player of the tournament, and that's why he should be on the U.S. national team. And, you know, Steph's been doing that for us for many, many years. But that was a classic Steph moment where, you know, your goalkeeper has to keep you in games. Look, they were all over us. Credit to Pumas. He came out in the second half. You know, we had scored right before halftime, but – you know, they came They came out in the second half, put it to us a little bit, and he makes that save, and it almost like buoys the team. You know, it, it gets the guys motivated, and, you know, then again, like, like I said, after that second goal, I think they were done. All right, so what's next in this tournament? You got yourself a championship, but you're not done yet. So uh, what do you know about the future of this tournament? Well, that's the exciting part, Dick, because, you know, we're going to play against some really, really good teams i mean you know it's going to be either liverpool or or uh, madrid and you know some of the other champions from the different uh continents 
Uh, I don't know exactly where it's going to be. I'm sure they're going to make that announcement, but it's going to be a massive freaking deal to go <laughs> somewhere, Dubai or Asia or somewhere, and play against these these incredibly top teams from all over the world. And these are these are club teams. It's not like the World Cup. This is a little different. So yep. really a good measuring stick, really a good opportunity for Seattle Sounders to, you know, you know, extend our brand. Would you call it a... This is a massive f-ing deal for the club. Is that what you would call it? For sure, but I, I got to <laughs> stop swearing. My, mother, my mother's killing me. No, you, yeah, you did it on TV again last night, too. <laughs> Jeez Louise, man. Live television. I love that. And by the way, <laughs> Simply Seattle is selling T-shirts now with that quote as well, with their CONCACAF champion T-shirts. But <laughs> let, let's just wrap it up with this. Uh, first of all, you sound exhausted, man, and you should be exhausted. Go get yourself some rest, but... How did you celebrate last night? Tell us how you celebrated that win. Well, we we were upstairs in the whatever the club lounge. We had the a Verizon lounge, right? Right. Yep. Yep. Friends and family up there, but then I went home and opened up a bottle of 1942, and I oh. had a you know, nice little glass, a nice little wine down with Christine, and we were just you know looking at some of the highlights, checking the social media posts, and. We 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 kind of shut it down there a little bit with a really good tequila. I love it. Well, we had a Beautiful. gal. We had a gal stop by the uh, the show yesterday at Jimmy's. You can attest to this because you were there. Yes. We and Brian, we put her on the air, and she said, "If the Sounders win this game tonight, my husband and I are going to conceive tonight and name the baby uh, Raul or Nico." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a little Raul or Nico coming in nine months. <laughs> Whether it's a boy or a girl, it doesn't matter. It's going to be Raul or Nico. Oh, I love it. God, the fans are great. Don't you love it? <laughs> Unreal, man. That was fun as hell last night. It was a moment that may never be topped, right? It was that incredible. So go top it, right? No pressure, but go top it. Keep this train going, and good luck getting the guys rallied for Saturday, man. What do you make of that match now on Saturday? Well, the young kids are going to have to come through because, look, emotionally, physically, the guys that started the game, obviously, they're cooked, so... We're going to have a bunch of young guys, and I'll bring some veterans there. And, you know, after 60 minutes, I'll try and make some subs. But, you know, look, we got to get it back up on the horse because, you know, league play is important. We're still going to make the playoffs. So we got to, we got to get our act together here fairly quickly. No doubt. Brian, congratulations, man. We're proud as hell of you. Great Appreciate job, you man. doing this. Unbelievable. We'll talk again on Tuesday, all right? With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.